I, when I was 19, I went to, I moved to St. Petersburg in January. Big mistake. Yeah, you're really weird though, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to the Rooting Around podcast, a podcast where we take a not-so-deep dive to countries around the world. I'm Kevin. I'm Tom. And I'm Sam. And this week, we don't really know what we're talking about. Um, Doing it a bit freeform, like jazz. Yeah, we're scatting. (laughs) Scatting up the walls. Scatting everywhere. Scat on my face. Yeah, I don't really know what we're going to talk about. We haven't really got an agenda. Who's been on holiday? I've been on I've been on two holidays. That's how bourgeois I am. Wow. You've been away a couple of times this year. Yeah, I did obviously have my Wales trip, which was talked about two weeks ago. Uh and I also went to Mallorca for uh six days. Ooh. Ch- oh, let's go holiday. into that. Did you go first and foremost, did you go to the water park that we went to? No. And I was livid that I couldn't go. <laughs> all, it's all I wanted to do. All I wanted to do was go there, but it would have been full of British Magaluf types, which is fine. Um, but I don't think I just couldn't clear it with the the person who makes the decisions in my household. Um, Do they have a German side of the water park as, as well? I don't know. I've, I, I, I mean, I, I would be able to tell you this had I gone. Um, but we did go to a place called Peguera, where pegging was invented. Um, and um, literally that. No, not literally. Oh, um, I can never and... take you seriously because you say such smart things and then you turn around with not smart things. Thanks, Sam. With so um, much conviction as well. Yeah, literally. So Peg Peguera is like where German families go. So it was all German. And it's so, so it's like the the other side of the coin to the Brits. They've got Magaluf and then there's the a, Germans there's... have got pegging. There's yeah, pretty much. But there's there's a place up north which is like German Magaluf. This is more like I don't know. I don't know any other places like you know average family holiday Mallorca town, but for the Germans, and there are loads of like you go past the little tat shops, and there'll be loads of like bad t-shirts. And there was one like some of them are really dumb. You can work it out like beer lord or whatever. Um, and there was one which I just couldn't work out. It was a picture of a man with a perm. Someone's name, and then just Dankerschuss. And I was like, what is this? So I, I Google image searched the T-shirt. And it's like, there's this whole genre of German music, which is just like drinking song music. Mm. And, it's like, and he was a really famous singer. And I just said, thank you for the memories. <laughs> and I was like, I need to own this. And I, I kept telling myself I was going to buy it, but I never did. Oh, um, I thought I you were going to be like, yeah. and here it oh, is. Honestly, if I had it, I'd, I'd be wearing it. It would already be worn to death. Um, but yeah, it was cool. So we stayed there, went for some swims in the sea. Quite a few. I did meet a person speaking German with the thickest Russian accent or Ukrainian accent I've ever heard. And it was so confusing. Because I was like, who, who is this person? Where are you What's from? And it, was, and it was just fucking hilarious. So I just swam around them for a bit. Uh, saw some fish. Uh, comes to the conclusion that vegetarian food is terrible in Mallorca. And yep. uh, and yeah, got a bit of a suntan. Went for some runs, went for some morning runs, because I'm now all healthy and holistic. Who does that on holidays? I do now. Uh. Well, it's because I've had a life of drinking too much and I need to sort of slow it down. I'm in my almost mid, almost mid-30s. I went, to, um, I went to Green Man like two or three weeks ago, Green Man Festival in Brecon. Oh, yeah. And the amount of people going on jogs in the morning. 
It was disgusting. I'm oh, like, of course it was. Green I'm Man like is pulling myself what? up my tent, Damn hanging out my ass, and there's people jogging past. I was like, what's wrong with you? There's the there's, um, there's a running society in Cardiff called Running Punks. Um, oh, I've heard of I them. Think, I think they were there. They, yeah. they seem alright. They're probably assholes, but yeah, I might join them for a run one day. Do it. How how punk do you think you are, Tom? They run in Doc Martens. <laughs> Little studded collars. I did. Okay, how's how's this? Maybe maybe the audience can 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 vote on this. My probably most punk moment of my entire life was um, piercing my ear with a safety pin and leaving it in for two months. I did that, but both my ears. Oh, so you're instantly twice as punk as I am. What's your most punk thing? You were punk. You were in like hardcore bands. Me? Oh, you uh, yeah. All those screamo bands. Big yellow mohawk. Uh, I went on tour with some punk bands, which was quite cool. Went on tour. Do you know Newfound Glory? Yeah. Went on tour with them. My friend's band supported them. And uh, yeah, managed to go on tour with them, which was insane because they were one of my favorite bands. Crazy. And the bassist was the guy who always played with his belly out. You've seen Asian? pictures and videos. Oh. He he was always topless, but he was he was a chubby guy. And I was like, I'm gonna play bass because of him. Like, I actually just brought my bass back from my dad's. Can't play it. Got a bad hand, I've, don't I? I've uh, I've been contemplating getting my old bass out of my mum's attic. Um so I would just imagine you would only learn how to like slap bass. I, I used to be able to do slap bass, yeah. Um, nice. It's the coolest form of. You bass. think you could actually, if you had your bass and you had your saxophone up on a mount, that would be like the sexiest duo ever. Water parks. Just want to go back to Mallorca. Yeah. Have you guys been to any like really good ones? I went to one in Egypt, in Hurghada. It was on the back of the hotel. The hotel was called the Titanic. It was shaped like a boat. Oh my god! And. It was sick. It was awesome. I was a kid when I went. Um, but the the it had all the rides you're gonna want in a water park. It had the one where you stand there like that and the floor drops uh, out from underneath you. It had the big fucking half pipe, it had the toilet bowl. It was sick. It was such a good water park. I love water parks. Yeah, the, I, so I was with Tom the last time I went to a water park. We went on a big group holiday. <laughs> went on a big was... group holiday, and then me, Amanda, and Tom just disappeared and went off to uh to the water park because everyone nice. wanted to go. For nice lunches and coffees. Was it just the three? Yeah, it was just the three of us. Oh. And Amanda was really like at the start, she was like, oh, I can't believe we're doing this. And then as soon as she got in and locked her stuff in the locker, we were like chasing her to get get to the rides. <laughs> I um I remember that that holiday. We went so we, we went with a lot of uh a lot of like colleagues from the adventurists. I'm not gonna say friends because some of them aren't. Um <laughs> <laughs> most of them are friends but a few in particular well two in particular definitely are um, <laughs> and uh you guys all rented a car and sort of bickered over where to go around the island and um i rented a, a road bike and had like three days of just pleasure Nice. Yeah, you just went off on your own. And, and then you, like, you used to like film me driving like as I was going up a hill. Like you'd lean out and like shout something at me. Uh, Back then, so... I wouldn't have been surprised if I saw you cycling up a hill with just Still a single smoking, fag yeah. hanging out of your mouth. Those days. That was a, that was a great trip though. That was one yeah. of the coolest places I've stayed. Carlos's old place was just like it was a giant balcony that just overlooked this really beautiful quiet bay in nice. a town called Banyal Bufar. Yeah. 
I went back there in in January actually with Carlos. So nice that road. Lovely. Uh, nothing like that road out of his house to the main yeah. road. Uh, it was the road. tightest switchbacks you've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, Crazy. I but we saw an octopus. Ooh. We did see an octopus. Yeah, we saw an octopus hunting on the shoreline, and then I got in the water behind it, and I saw it like catch a crab, and swim down, and then it swam over towards me and settled like a couple of feet away, just on a rock. Like, and you trying could to... see all the black and white flashes and oh, mental colors. I think he was trying to share it with you. The crab. Yeah. I hope so. But then Carlos, being Carlos, just walked over and was just like like poking it to get it to do stuff. Well, I hate people that do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you a story. Looking. I've been on a couple of diving trips and I, I don't want to tar them all with the same brush, but bloody Russians love oh, yeah. to touch the wildlife. Of course they do. Turtles, I want to touch no it. Respect. I can see cows. Oh, let me touch it. No, leave it be. If you could touch any animal in the ocean, what, what would you touch? Well, okay, no, okay. So, am I gonna get is, is, hit is, by is it? The, no, sorry, is 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 the question? Can I, if I could touch any ocean-faring animal, which would it be, or any animal that happens to be in the ocean? Because they're two different answers. <laughs> I wouldn't mind feeling, getting to know what a wet penguin feels like. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So on the back. And on the tummy. Yeah, rub his little tummy. Not the beak or the feet. I'm not interested in that. Fair um, enough. Yeah, that's my answer. Lock it in. Mm. I think either a great white. Just I want to know what shark skin feels like. Yeah. That was my made first up of tiny teeth. Is it really rough? We talked about yeah. it. It is. It's like sandpaper. It's like it's actually made of it's called dermodentrals, which it's actually made skin, of like skin tooth. Skin yeah. yeah. I think we spoke about it in the Japan episode that they use shark skin um graters to grate Oh yeah. Wow. Bloody yeah. hell. Way back when, when we did Japan, talking about penis festivals. Yeah. I'd love to touch an octopus as well, actually. I'd love to touch a giant squid. How many people can say they've touched a giant squid? Not many. Mm. There's um have you been to the Natural History Museum in London? Yeah. So they do a tour now called the Spirits Collection Tour where you get taken into the archives and they've got like, you walk into certain rooms and they've literally got like a jar of baby chimpanzees. Oh. It's right. it's mental. Uh, but they've got like the Thames whales fin, like in a, oh, in a yeah. jar there, they've got like everything. And you walk into one room and there's these big containers and they're like, We've got a Komodo dragon in there and a silverback in here. And then in the middle of the room is this 14 meter long tank with a giant squid in it. Wow. Uh, like stretched out. They call him Archie. I went last winter and they had, what was the name of that Diplodocus? Dippy oh, or something uh, Dippy. like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He had him uh, there. Is he back? He was there last winter. I don't know if he's he on tour, now. isn't he? Yeah, he was on tour. That's yeah. on tour. They had it the whale sick. there. For it was a while. awesome. It's one of my favorite dinosaurs. But Last my, my favourite dinosaur was the Iguanodon. Classic. Oh, yeah. Did you know that when they first dug them up, they thought that their thumbs went on their noses? They oh, thought really? They thought like a spike for their nose. Mm. And then they found one next to its hand and they were like, oh, it's his thumb that spike. That makes sense. Yeah. And well, they used to sit on their went... apparently. They what? They used to sit on things to kill them. 
That sounds like sit, what sit a bear does or something. They just sit on top and just chow down. Is that what bears do? Yeah. I wonder what we sat on by a bear. They just pin you down and just eat you. Oh, that's mm. homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> I, wait, I'll try anything twice, but like, doesn't sound fun. I, last time I went to the National History Museum, I was there, I think, on during the school holidays, and it was just rammed for the kids, and it was torture. Mm. And I want, I want to see the dinosaurs because I'm effectively a child. Um, the dinosaur exhibit is always the worst. It's full of children all the time. Yeah. Getting their dirty fingers smudging up the glass. Yeah. Fuckers. Answering all the questions about Cretaceous period wrong. Fucking idiots. Go back to school. <laughs> Last um... time I went, I just, um, it was really busy, but I went on my own and I just had noise cancelling headphones on and I just whacked up some really loud classical music and just walked around yeah, slowly. Like, that's a good idea. Reading every exhibit. It was really nice. And then sit up by where Charles Darwin is at the steps and just mm. take it in. I like the Redwood. Cross section they've got up there. Oh, with the sequoia. Yeah. 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 And it marks out the timelines where it's like Jesus was born here. It's fucking mental that. I did some volunteering for, uh, I might have already said this on a previous podcast. I volunteered for the Galapagos Conservation Trust when I was like 17 or 18, I think. And I was doing a, it was like a Charles Darwin anniversary of. I, it was maybe when he released the origin of species or something and we held a breakfast in the natural history museum but we had to go in at like 6 a.m and there was no one in there and i stood wow. in the middle of that big hall on my own and it was just the sun coming through the stained glass windows and stuff it was awesome it have you seen red bull yeah. shot a video in there recently did they they shot a skate edit in the natural natural history museum Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah. I'd love it's to on, see Danny... It's on Red Bull TV, but it looks... I've not watched it yet, but it looks sick. I'd love to see Danny McCaskill do something in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. I just want to watch him bunny up all up all them steps. Oh, yeah. You do sweet moves like that, Sam. You I can't trials. do sweet moves. Uh, no. I d- no. <laughs> no. I can't I even do a wheelie. I can stop I on... can't do a wheelie. I can't even do a manual. Isn't that a wheelie? No, wheelies when you pedal, manuals when you coast. Oh, is it? Well, I can't do either of those. Yeah. I can go up, uh, I can do um, an endo. Yeah, Just cool. Pull the front brake really quickly. <laughs> and lean forward, yeah. I can yeah. do, a, I can do a, little, a little bunny hop. But yeah, I can't no. do any, any trips. Did you, could you ever do like, do you ever skate? You look like the type of person you skate. Yeah, so. yeah, I skated. Yeah, yeah. Do any sweet, sweet kick flips or yeah. heel flips? I was too busy. I was too busy filming everyone. That was the thing. That's how I got into filmmaking. So I was too busy filming everyone to actually learn anything. I can ride mini ramp, all right? I'm pretty good at bowl skating, Ooh. or I was. That looks I... like the most fun out of all the skating. It is. It's I the think. scariest because you got to drop in on a massive bowl. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty fucking sweet on a tech deck, I'm not going to lie. Are you? Yeah, you strike yeah. me like that. Is that? I, I was the type of person that would get a skateboard, but it would always be one of those shit ones from Argos. And there'd be kids skating on my street, and I'd be like, Oh, what have you got? And they're like, oh, yeah, we've got death skateboards or a girl or something like that. Everyone doing kickflips, and then I can't even go off a curb. Yeah. I I vividly remember, I don't know, I was talking about this too, but my first ever skateboard. Um, do you remember back in like the mid 90s, early 90s? Sam, this might be a bit before your, your time. If it's early 90s, it's before me, yeah. So whenever like, you used to buy a pack of fags, and in the pack of fags, there'd be like a little voucher. In like a point system and at the end of the year 
you'd you'd like collect all of these like say you'd get like sim like my dad used to smoke Benson hedges, so he'd get like ten B and H points per pack, and they would keep them across the whole year, and then Benson hedges would send out a a catalog like the Argos catalog, and you could send off your vouchers with a bit of money, and you could buy things out of this catalog. Um, and, uh, and incentivized I, smoking yeah literally yeah, yeah and i got my first ever skateboard from that wow H. and it was like one of those really old school ones you know the ones that weren't not like just like an oval oh it's it a like, fishtail yeah. oh yeah, yeah cool yeah, yeah. that's terrible. what i do that's what a I've big got plastic bit on the yeah on the yeah, bot yeah yeah i must have been about six five or something like that oh dude um, that's nice. radical gnarly bro it's, it's a shame that So on the last episode, we didn't touch upon um, some poor quality accommodations. What are your worst accommodations ever? I stayed in a pretty dodgy one in oh, Kyrgyzstan, I think it was, where there was no, like, you go, there's a corridor, all your rooms are on the right-hand side, and there was no, there weren't walls, they were like glass I remember walls. Ed talking about this. And they had, there was curtains instead of a wall, basically. It was very odd, very odd. The shower was cold and didn't work. That's all right. It was all right. Like, I've been pretty lucky with hostels, to be fair. I've never stayed in an absolute shithole. I mentioned the one in Russia I stayed in, in Irkutsk, which was like an old Soviet guest house. But mm. It was more like a halfway house for, like, re- recovering crocodile <laughs> addicts. That sounds um, fun. Uh, and it was... The walls were this wide apart and there was like a little camp bed like this big on a really old tv and i got in because I, I, I booked it because i was like i was at that phase in work where i really cared about saving the company money yeah and, and it must have cost like make that mistake pounds, for years 12 pounds a night and i was like i can't do this i need to move to a real hotel so i did um, yeah. and i walked i walked downstairs and i was like i'm leaving but i'm not going to pay I just left and then let them clean up the mess. Um, what mess did you um, make? Yeah, what mess? Well, just the fact that... Did I you make a dirty protest again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> just yeah. wrote your name on the wall. Um, Tom but, was your... And your bank like details. People, people shouting and like arguments and probably a fist fight or you know, stuff like that. Um, but then everywhere else, I've, so I've been quite lucky. I've stayed in some dodgy areas like nice places in dodgy areas like the place we stayed in peru um yeah that was when people were like catcalling us i've never um, been catcalled like that, that before nice it, be like hey gringo and it was up to like, like whistling at us and yeah it was no. it was at night we, oh. we also like dodgy night markets like night markets have this like vibe this was really bad street lighting i had just like this aura of but it, it wasn't like a a tourist street market it was you'd go up to someone and try and get something and they'd be like what why are you here you know when you just end up somewhere that you shouldn't be yeah at what, all? <laughs> what is a night market why is there a night why is that a thing it's just like food stalls and people oh, selling bags thinking, and, like, and stuff like that fruit and veg <laughs> oh there was fruit and veg there yeah, I think there I was. Buying fruit and veg at night. Peruvians. Oh, dinner. Mm. Buy it during the day, like an old person. 
Then again, it says me, I've got nothing in my fridge right now. And after this, I've got to go out and buy something to eat. Yeah, I'm worried about what I'm going to be eating, actually. <laughs> um, I've, I've got a couple of, of bad ones, but I think for different reasons. I've got Alpha Guest House. Like, actually, hmm. it's it's within arm's reach over... I'd say you, what you, it would take me five minutes to walk there. Have you have you walked past it recently? Are there any updates on the, the the building work? I drove past it recently, and they have uh, they've got the flower beds. It's all looking the drive. There's no shit in the driveway anymore. Are they real so, flowers or plastics? What are we talking about? I wasn't close enough. Um, plus, I got bad eyes. Right, I'm going to assume they're fake, or mm-hmm. they won't be alive for particularly long. My eyes? No, no. <laughs> no <I know. laughs> I'll tell you one thing we haven't done is actually read reviews from the Alpha Guest House. Yeah. Let's should I get, get some up? up? That's yeah. Why have you not done that it's, yet? I have no uh, idea. I think we probably talked to Ed about it and he's always like, oh no, we can't do that. Oh, they might have gone up at Well Ed's oh, no. not here. Yeah, oh, when Ed's let's, let's do all to. the things that Ed doesn't like. Worst country I've ever been to? Luxembourg. Uh, yeah, that do you know the worst person I've ever met? Public transport. Life? Ed. Okay, right. We've got. Hang on. I'm gonna do it from the lowest reviewed. Okay, so on TripAdvisor, you know, you have the. It says like, oh, like, uh, two people have voted five stars, three people have voted this. It was twenty-two have voted terrible. Uh, one has rated it okay, and one has rated it fantastic. That's the owner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. really? almost certainly or maybe they'd, they'd have done the okay one because they're like no one's gonna believe this they're just gonna be modest i'm sure the fantastic one is like an ironic one would you mind reading the fantastic one and then we can we can decide how, how it's we can sort of judge its validity all right let's have a look well just before i've clicked excellent the first one <laughs> okay <laughs> The headline <laughs> is got taken here by two grown men. <laughs> oh my Part one. I got taken here on the 28th of the 10th, 2018, along with my friend. Mrs. Wong gave me a lovely smile as we walked in. Had to have our hoods up for various reasons. The TV did not work. Neither did the light. Five stars. Sounds all right. Sounds like a pretty standard Alpha Guest House experience. Oh, they've got another one. Oh, no, they've got two. Would you like, loved my stay here, great comfy beds, or you know this Alpha Guest House is just brilliant? Comfy beds. Okay. Loved my stay here, great staff, comfy beds, top location, smiley face. Really happy with my stay here. The staff are really friendly and helpful. Comfy bed, clean and tidy with a giant TV. There's a sink in the bedroom and the room was first floor. Smiley face. Not heaps of stairs. The location was good and I'd definitely stay again. Very quiet too. That none of that is true. That sounds fake. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, it sounds it sounds believable. If it does. You, if you didn't know about the Arthur Guest House. Yeah. Right. I'll I'll read you some of the headlines, and you've got to pick like two or three. Mm. Last resort. Bitten. <laughs> Below average. This is just a crack den. I am not exaggerating. You'd be better off in hell. <laughs> okay. The Alpha, Latin for hovel. <laughs> Absolutely shocking and appalling. 
Ah! Oh my god, shocking. UK's worst without a doubt. Oh god, there's another three pages. I'm sort of it's a bit of a toss up for me between bitten. I like bitten, yeah. Um and uh Latin for hovel. I also liked um Ah if you could do that one. Yeah. So many. <laughs> right, what were we going for? We start with bitten. Brown wood chipped stained ceiling, wallpaper not matched or hung straight, kettle on floor was like staying in a terrible HMO. Would pay ten to stay here, not forty-five. Skirting boards disgusting with three R's. Door did not lock. The actual decor is a huge mi- mismatch of terrible jobs. The lady who greeted us wasn't friendly, and I've been bitten a few times by something. Or someone. Or someone. That's Mrs. Wong. What was next? Was it the crack uh, den? Oh, crack den's a good one as well. Yeah. This is just a crack den, and I am not exaggerating. Arrived, desperate for a place to stay after a night out, after knocking on the door once and getting no response, an occupant of one of the rooms shouted my girlfriend and I asking whether we had any crack or wanted to buy any speed. Despite neither bearing any gifts of crack nor showing her to... <laughs> Despite neither bearing any gifts of crack nor showing at desire to fill out bodies with grimy amphetamines, we knocked again and we were allowed a room. The proprietor clearly decided a price for the room uh, on, the, on the spot. As I have seen, she has charged different prices to other people. There was no shower or no toilet in the room. There was a disgusting bathroom sink placed eclectically next to the door. The room was absolutely disgusting. None of the walls have actually been painted in a particular colour. They're just simply a mishmash of minimal effort displayed by the travesty of an establishment. Having paid £50 for what I can only describe as a glorified safe house, slash full-scale crack den. The woman had the audacity to ask why we hadn't cleaned our rooms as if as in emptied the bin. I've never been asked to empty a bin at a hotel for the staff. After leaving, I accidentally left my passport in the room. I called back at around 2.30 to be told I would have to return at 5 o'clock, and they would not look to see if it was in the room. If I had a regular place to stay in Bristol, I most definitely would not have needed to sleep in an insecure room, listening to smackheads jacking up, and therefore was unable to stay until five o'clock. The language barrier made conversation awkward and the lady was extremely unhelpful. And my girlfriend tried to call back to see if we could get the passport earlier, at which point the lady answering the phone called her a fucking bitch. And I told her to come back at 5 p.m. Unless you're looking for a room with unchanged beds, zero facilities, but where a blind eye will be turned to smashing out a meth pipe, never ever considering use this pathetic excuse for a business. Bloody hell. <laughs> So all in all, not a very nice place. I've dealt uh, ever so slightly with the lady and she was quite aloof, uh, which understates her quite a lot. And then the two rooms I'd seen, uh, yeah, there was like dirty, moldy mugs like under the bed and a bin with like loads of tissue paper in it. Yummy. Yeah, it was horrible. And then I had another alpha guest house, but for... A very different reason it was more an emotional distress but it was still stressful so it was the first time i ever went traveling on uh you know my gap year, and i got an overnight sleeper train from bangkok to chiang mai and it was the first time i ever felt culture shock like hardcore and you'd just be driving it was hot sweaty like 30 degrees at night and um, 
and you'd look out the window and you would just see like the lights from the train are like ever so slightly lighting up the trees and you're just driving through jungle and jungle and then towards you know it gets to like 11 o'clock and they pull the beds down so they're the, they're just normal seats that flip down and then you get a little curtain next to you and i just sat getting bitten by mosquitoes and whatever was on the bed just staring out the window just tears rolling down my face <laughs> and we'd oh, stop man. in like the middle of they'd, they'd just stop at like a random train station that wasn't a train station it was just like a light with a bench next to it lighting up the jungle around it and then yeah i didn't get any sleep and i kept on waking my brother up and being like are you as scared as i am <laughs> <laughs> oh bless you how old are you at this point uh 19 oh wow yeah fair. <laughs> yeah I mean, when I was 19, I decided to go travel on my own, but I went to Montenegro. So a bit easier than Thailand. I don't know. Thailand's quite like a, a backpacker's dream, really. Yeah, isn't true. It? But as far as culture shocks go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I suppose that's true. <laughs> I, when I was 19, I went to, I moved to St. Petersburg in January. Big mistake. Yeah, you're really weird though, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not knocked us both out of the water. You moved to St. Petersburg. Yeah, I moved there for six months. Bloody hell. Yeah, studied studied Russian. Yeah. Uh, yeah you're a right weirdo. Who does that? So I just really choice. I had this really beautiful moment. I got to the house I was staying in and I met the she was like landlady and by that point, I, I couldn't speak any Russian. She couldn't speak any English. And she was like, give me a tour of the room of the, the, the apartment. And I was like, we're getting nothing out of this conversation. And no I wanted comprende, to, bruh. And I wanted, to, I wanted to ask her where the bin was. And I was like, the bin, you know, the bin. And then I was like, oh, I speak a bit of French. I'll ask her. And I was like, parlez-vous français? And she was like, un petit peu. And I was like, okay. I'll just say the word for bin in French, which, which, and luckily Ed's not here to correct me, poubelle. And I was like, no, le, yeah, yeah, où est le poubelle? And she was like, what? I was like, oh, fuck my life. And then she showed me to my room, and it was like, a, like a, 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 you know, those old Soviet flats which just have manky wallpaper, yeah, tiny, tiny, scratchy beds. Um, and I sat down, and I was like, it had this like, impending, like Kev on the train. It's like impending feeling of like I've what made a I huge done? mistake. Yeah, um, I'm so alone. And it was dark and cold, and I was like, yeah, I'd never really been out of Swansea for more than like a week or two weeks at that point, and I was just transformed, Six transported to this. Saint Petersburg. Just transported to this like twenty-story Brezhnev era tower block, which was just copy paste as far as the eye yeah. can see. Um, why why like why did you do it it just sounds like i'm gonna go and move to russia in the depths of winter do you speak russian well no no, i I deliberately wanted to move there to learn russian so i booked onto a language course and i rented they had like rooms that students could rent in hindsight i should have picked a different language and i could have had a lovely (laughs) time in colombia you know yeah but i think Oh, it's just, you needed just to a... pick a weird one, Tom. Yeah, I did. That's, that's the problem. You know, like, you picked you listen... the saxophone of languages. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you listen to Scar, wear corduroy, and and football have... tops. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and have like a, a poster of Che Guevara on your wall. You're going to end up going to Russia at some point for a language course. So was the was the plan was, I don't speak any Russian, they don't speak any English, We're, I'm going to learn? No, the, I'd, I'd learned a bit before I went out, mm. but just basic. Um, and I, I went to school four days a week and studied Russian there. Fair. What what did you do with your free time? I'm guessing just I, lots I, of squatting and smoking cigarettes. I yeah. just drank. I just yeah. drank all the time. Yeah. Like school finished at four. What I've were the big back. cans called again? Oh, the, you can get. There's a few you can get. Like what's uh, the name? There's, is it are they the green that's... ones with the bear a polar bear on them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there's three there's three medvedia, which is three bears, or there's bearly uh, medved, which is polar bear, the red one. That's the strong one. That normally normally comes in. Oh no, I know the one. Kev means Baltica. Baltica, that's the one. Uh Baltica three. That's the red yeah. one. Yeah, 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 big fan of Baltica. Yeah, um, good terms. They are giant beers. Yeah, I remember thinking I've never seen a can this big in all my life. Like, that's have you got one on your adventure pints? I'm used to. No, I don't. This is before adventure pints started. I, I do. When I, started I, I adventure think that's pints, a great idea. Rolling through. Uh, all my pictures from the rally, like, oh, please, I must have one. And I, I couldn't find any. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. I I always used to enjoy it when people finish the rally and they leave, like, half a bottle of warm Chingus vodka in their car. And I could just sort of scoop it up and be like, oh, have that later. <laughs> I remember once Hello, a, Dutch, old friend. a Dutch team bought a whole wheel of uh, Howder cheese. I was like, I bought it with them from the Netherlands. Oh my god! They, they got it to the finish and they gave it to me, and I was like, well, "I'm definitely going to eat this." <laughs> I just had it eat in like a little, massive baby bell. I had it in our fridge for like two weeks and sort of munched my way through it. I was fine. Nice. Probably I remember I saved a packet of, oh, what are they called? The little sugary nipples sweets, jelly tots. Oh yeah. yeah, they're the best. I saved a packet of them for like the last week of the rally. I remember pulling them out from under my seat and being like, "Boys, I've got this." And everyone was like, "Where did you find those?" <laughs> I bet it's when you see the bag, you instantly feel like your taste buds yes, twitching yeah, and you're like, yeah, yeah. start drooling. <laughs> my teeth start jamming yeah, it's like, up. Like... It's like Pavlovian <laughs> response, isn't it? Yeah. Would um, you move out of the country again? Yeah. Do you know where yeah. you would want to? Well, so. As you both know, my wife's Russian and her visa's up for extension in just over a year's time. Um, so we always have to plan like worst case scenario where we can move if she doesn't get an extension because going back to Russia is not an option. Um, Vietnam so might be an option. Vietnam could be an option. Uh, as could Thailand. Um, as could... Georgia, Armenia. So there's always a few little places. Turkey? I know a lot Simmering. of Russians move to Turkey. Yeah. Yeah, Turkey would be cool. You need um, to pick one that's got the best food. But they've they've all got such wonderful food in their own ways. Mm. I mean, Russia doesn't. <laughs> Apart from Booza, which is the number one dish on planet Earth. I've got a little funny story about my wife. She, I hope she's not listening. Um, she, can't, <laughs> she can't use chopsticks. And she gets really... What an stuck. idiot! No, she just gets really self-conscious when we go to like an Asian restaurant because oh she, yeah, that makes looks sense. Asian, and she's like <laughs> the only Asian who can't use chopsticks, and it's really hard to explain to people that they're like, no, this isn't this isn't a chopstick Asian. This is a, a horse ride. Like, you know, <laughs> like, like people like can't like you can't they don't separate that in their minds, and it's like 
well you know there's that there's that whole thing there's like this woman on instagram who's like some american i think she's like kazakh and she lives in the u.s and she's like bitch i'm not chopstick asian i'm uh riding bear's horse meat asian and it's like okay <laughs> and then and then and then i'm the one who has to ask for the fork <laughs> and just hand it across like. so where would you want to out of those places well vietnam probably or thailand yeah, it would be dope. Well, Tom and I are heading to Vietnam very soon. Yeah. Have we told you? That was a planned segue. Uh, no, no, you haven't, no. No, it just, communism just worked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, me and Tom are heading out in December. Uh, Going to go do a recce. Oh, nice. Yeah, That's uh, cool. Are we under NDA? Are we allowed to talk about this? Probably shouldn't. I mean, it's on sale, so. Oh, so we're, we're working with a company called Lost Travel, uh, and we are organising what I what we think will be the world's first ever electric motorbike adventure. Cool. Is that with um, DAT bike? Yeah, yeah with DAT bikes. Nice. So Not disc bike, DAT bike. We're going out, to, going out to Vietnam in a few months to Sick. test the bikes, get the venue sorted. and uh, Yeah, we've got yeah. the route, route in the bag. Oh, cool. Um, How long? It's a How many days? It's there's, a week. Theirs is a week, but when we when we when Nerpa bring it to market, it'll be two weeks long. Cool and, and better, arguably. We're doing it kind of different to them. Like we're including a lot more. There's mm-hmm. a lot more like you go out and come back in. You get to travel for a bit on your own, and then you come back do something super cool, like hike up a fucking volcano or. Oh, okay, is uh, it like point to point, or is it more? Yeah, it's point to point. Yeah, it'll be point to point. So. Well, yeah, like I was saying, what we'll be doing is point to point, but then you have regular meetups. So every other day, the group comes back together in in share, in an accommodation, and then there'll be optional like excursions or activities around that, highlighting that's best cool. Nature, I like best that sustainability. Yeah, so having that day off allows you to like think in advance and plan the route and see the bits that you want to see or you and your yeah. friends want to see. But it also means that the group stays together, so you get like that larger group camaraderie yes yeah 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 so between point a and point b there'll be like multiple stop three, offs three other three or four three to four there. yeah oh cool um, and you plan the route in between those stops yeah those stops oh that's cool i like that yeah that's a really good and we'll, idea. we'll have those stops like along a route that will have impressive shit to go and see yeah. in between anyway yeah nice but Vietnam's pretty thin all the I mean it's not that thin the, the country's enormous I didn't realize how big it was until we started researching it it's massive yeah it's an overnight train just to get from halfway down to Ho Chi Minh Bloody hell. um 16 hours and then yeah that's not even quite halfway up yeah that's wild um, but they've got everything they got jungles rainforests mm. beaches, beaches giant they've got is it the biggest cave in the world yeah uh yes yeah tallest cave in the world and the best thing is that that bikes well obviously we're going out to test them but that bikes are in that sort of sweet spot of we reckon you can get a good day's riding out of it yeah pedal or throttle no no it's a motorbike proper motorbike sounds nice so it's it's got 200k range allegedly you need a specific license to ride them or is it uh, it's, it's it's power equivalent to a one two five, so you'll be able to do it on a CVT cool. or on a regular driving license. Yeah, cool. So yeah, should be nice and fun. Nice. And they go Autom- ninety kilometers an hour. Or... No, no, it's, it's... no good. Yeah, twist and go. Twist and go. Oh my god. 
fear. So yeah. Ah, and like if top, you top they have designated 90 kph. Wow. Okay, that's quite fast. Yeah. Yeah. We might we might turn that down for the customers. Probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> but then they they charge pretty quickly. They charge far like the specs they've got on it. They just look so much better than everyone else's. Yeah, yeah. And Almost if they can corner the market of Southeast Asia, like they're they're gonna absolutely kill it. So yeah, you get your full range after after three hours, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But then there's they've got a designated DAP bike charger, like proprietary. Is that okay. It? Yeah. Yeah. And that will charge it halfway in twenty minutes. Wow. Yeah. But I think they've only got three of those in the in the whole country. But mm. hopefully, if we're doing longer distance stuff, we can help. You know, maybe establish a little bit more. Mm. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, Vietnam looks fucking incredible. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, come go lost dot travel. Come join us in April, April thirteenth to April twentieth. Gonna be the toots. Nice. Do some sweet nice. jumps and skids. Nice. Yeah, literally, cool kids do skids. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Like after, God, how long have we been working on Nerf and Hour? Like three years. <laughs> yeah, three long years. Of I think I've heard three iterations of this plan. Oh, dude, there's oh, way. This is, yeah. this, is, this is event concept number five. We've At least, yeah. the market. And we've some... um we've pivoted in a full circle. Yeah. Well, we've passed the full circle and come back to something we thought about really early on. Fair. It's just hard because we haven't got money. Yeah, I mean, backers. Who does? Scrabbling around, and it's really hard to find backers to test something which is thus far untested. Yeah. 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 It's cool, uh, though. Give give us your money. I mean, I've got none. Oh, no. Oh, to the viewers. Viewers, give us money. (laughs) This has turned into an advert now. Yeah. Come join Nerpa Travel with Last Dutch Travel in Vietnam. I just Googled the Hang Son Dung Caves. They've got a beach inside it. What? There's a beach inside it. Have a it's called the Hang Son Dung. Like D-O-O-N-G. Have a have a little look. Giant cave mouth, and they've got a beach and people are oh camping. Oh my god. That is wild. It just doesn't even look real. It's like Avatar. Yeah, literally. Stuff. Like the if you look at the size of the tent. Yeah. And the size of the people. Oh yeah, you've got people stood down there. It's... That is wild. Yeah. It's like the in um, Mexico. The um, uh, basically it's an underground lake. Then stalactites fallen through. Oh oh sinkholes. They're like sinkholes. Um, in the, in, like in the middle of like the jungle. Yes. Mexican sinkhole name. Cenote. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of Cenote. Cenote, yeah. Cenote. Uh, Apparently, um, they're obviously really cool to visit and look at, but apparently they are good dumping grounds for the Mexican uh, cartel. Oh, yeah. A lot of people don't. Well, you can put a little submarine down there. Take take it it all out. Aztecs used to throw sacrifice people into cenotes. Yes, yeah. We find quite a lot of like archaeological evidence in them and more recent evidence. Mm. Um, I forgot where it is, but they call like the eyes of the jungle or something like that because there's two of them in the middle of the jungle. And if you look at it from the sky, it literally looks like two big blue eyes in the middle of the jungle. Do you think it's like a similar, you know, like the blue holes in the sea where they have a similar collapse because they have the cavities underneath? Do you think Probably. it's just a similar thing? 
Yeah. Oh, maybe there's yeah, maybe there's like an underground river. Like oh, well, it wouldn't be because it stays still. So it must be like a, a freshwater aquifer, maybe. I don't know what I'm talking about. Do they about, stay but... still? What do they lead out to the places? What cenotes? Yeah. No, it's just an underground lake, I think. Oh. There might be cave systems back there, to be fair. Yeah. It's I all thought that's what, what it would hard been. rock, isn't it? Yeah. Hard rock cafe. And on that cool. note. <laughs> on that note, yeah. Uh, should we pick a country now? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. We've done yeah. Austria, haven't we? I remember talking yeah. about Arnold. Yeah, and the yeah. other bad guy from. Uh, and conveniently, the next one's Germany. <laughs> Have we done Germany? No, I haven't done Germany. I don't think All so. Right. Deutschland. Thanks for listening, everyone, and yeah. uh, we will see you in Deutschland. Deutschland. Yeah. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Bye. Ta-ta. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.